Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Suzanne. And we are best friends and business partners who understand how our lives and our work are intertwined. And we talk about the challenges that are up for us because just like you, we're trying to get better all the time. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Rach. What's that? What do you think this is? I'm going to show you. What am I pulling out of my purse and showing you? What's that? Dramamine, the non-drowsy Dramamine. No, it is a tiny capsule full of a tiny, tiny little dose of psychedelic mushrooms. Are we going to do this right now while we tape? Uh, Thinking about it because thinking about it could be my son-in-law gave this to me. Wait, are we allowed to do that? Is that legal? Who cares? I mean, wait—is that is like it, a podcast? Can you like? This is such a tiny dose that if they put me in jail for this, it would have to be for four minutes, because this is a microdose. And you know what microdosing is? Well, I I know what microdosing is because um, I spent all last summer reading the Ayelet Waldman book called A Really Good Day, which was all about her journaling, her experience of microdosing LSD as a way to try to um, deal with her depression. I feel like microdosing is everywhere. I really do. It's like um, it's, it's sort of the new idea of taking something very potent in such a tiny, tiny little amount that it doesn't flood your system. The the goal is not to dramatically alter everything. The goal is to, to shift something in such a subtle way that you barely notice it and you do it cumulatively until voila, one day you are changed. Yeah. And that's why I'm very tempted to pop this in my Wait, mouth so, right now. Uh, so are we doing this? Wait, could no, we we're just split looking it? at it. Just Can look we at split it. it? Could we... A micro, micro dose? Maybe. <laughs> a micro, micro dose. I'm actually right now microdosing melatonin. So over the summer when I was staying with Marissa and Neil, my friends from college in the Hamptons, and I was taking melatonin to go to sleep, I was taking the dose that I think a lot of people take, which is like three milligrams. Sometimes people take five milligrams. And Neil said to me, you're insane. You should be microdosing um, melatonin. And I'm like, what's a microdose? And he said, you should be taking 300 MCGs, which is... 
a microgram. What? 300 Why? micrograms. Because Why? it's a, he said, it's all you need. You are way over stimulating your system with melatonin, which is, by the way, now becoming um, addictive in your system. The microdose is not addictive. And you know how some people say they have really weird dreams when you have like that much Mm -hmm. melatonin? This Mm -hmm. is, by the way, slow release. You order it on Amazon. It's slowly, gently. I feel like I want to microdose you in my life. It would be actually so much better (laughs) than the macrodose that I get every day. But you know what? I the reason we're talking about this today. Let's let's just be clear about why we're not here to give you medical advice or pharmaceutical um, consultation. Uh, Although. After I take this, I might be prepared to. I mean, really, we could do a whole part of this show at the end where at the end we take the shrooms and then tape. But I feel like (laughs) that would be good. Um, Microdosing just as a life uh, uh, philosophy, if you just think about it, Suzanne, it's like any change you want to make either to others or in yourself, if you take the philosophy of – the smallest minimum critical change or p- dosage nugget dosage of whatever it is necessary that contains the whole right you want to contain the, the 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 full message but in a tiny tiniest conceivable dose and then you do that repeatedly it's so much more effective oh, yeah. than flooding the system yeah. with whatever it is you ultimately want to produce well i'm definitely doing that in my life right now is something that i want to talk about so let's come back from the break and talk about the ways you can do this in your life to create the kind of change you want in other people by microdosing them and also the way you can create change in your own life because i am 100% convinced that this is the way this is the way of the future i'm i'm so glad i've convinced you here pop this take this Suzanne you know um where we are all as the american public being microdosed where? right now where the whole robert Mueller investigation. Um, he's not doing any. He's not releasing anything. But very, in very tiny little increments, we are learning inadvertently uh, things because you know Manafort has been dropped as a plea or whatever it is. We're learning around the edges. Each tiny little dose is so incredibly powerful, and it's powerful. Because we are not being flooded, unlike every other area about and around Trump, yeah. where we're being flooded with stuff. Yeah. When it comes to the Mueller investigation, it's little tiny microdoses. And that's why when they hit these little details, they're like, bam. Yeah. You know where else I saw that over the break? Um, I watched um, the RGB movie. Um, and what I was blown away by was she was microdosing the legal system with little tiny, I mean, they were massive, but small legal decisions about women's rights that were making massive change. And they were very quiet. They were almost untraceable in contrast with like Gloria Steinem and her movements and all these big people marching. And meanwhile, here was this little tiny microdose of a woman (laughs) sitting there behind a little teeny tiny desk facing all these big men making these changes that were 
huge and sweeping, but almost untraceable. It was it was right. Brilliant. So if you, it, it, I think that's great. If you want to change, I don't know your partner. You want to change your children. You want to change your boss. You want to change someone at work. Taking the tiniest little change and introducing it almost like a drop in the water system every day until sooner or later they didn't even notice that it had happened. I feel like maybe the Me Too movement, I mean, I I don't know. Look, it sometimes takes that kind of flooding of the system where it's like, uh, 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 oh, no, you can't. But the question is on the heels of the Me Too movement, what's the microdosing we're going to do beyond that? So I'm I'm having an, um, a microdosing moment right now, which which has taken me a long time to build up to build up to. So for me, um, the the dosage of feedback has been for me something that has taken me a long time to absorb into my feedback system. from what feedback about myself, like getting critical for, feedback. But you get macro dosed from me. <laughs> no, but that's the interesting thing. Actually, Rach. we don't. We don't do that. This is the interesting thing. Mm-hmm. I think that you and I mm-hmm. microdose feedback to each other with such frequency and mm-hmm. untraceable amounts that we've allowed it to absorb into our system. Unlike other people who literally could go weeks at a time without getting any feedback so that when they do get it from their boss or a colleague, it feels like, oh, my God, they just redlined my document or my boss just told me they didn't like what I said in a meeting. You and I have had 20 years of microdosing each other's because we how many times a day do we say to each other, no, don't say that, or let's say this, or we should have done it that way? All day long, we microdose feedback to each other to the point where I now feel like I can take macro level feedback of the kind that I get at Kellogg freaking every time I teach and I get six auditors and two TAs. And next week, by the way, I have 70 students rating me on a scale of one to six in the CTEC scores, which the entire student body, by the way, and all of my colleagues will see in a macro dose next week. But I can tolerate that because you and I have microdosed feedback in our partnership for 20 years. The reason we do it, Suzanne, the reason we've done it microdosing, it wasn't really a theoretical thing. It was a survival thing. It's like our partnership had to survive. And there was no way that a partnership would survive if I were to turn to you and go, you know what? Here's the problem with you. Yeah. And and do that, right? And so when when the goal is so clearly that this thing has to stay intact then you automatically understand you don't want to rock the boat too much. And you just – and it isn't it, – again, it's not intellectual. I, 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 I wasn't thinking about like, oh, I have a big thing to say, but I'll microdose her. It's just that I know that every day I have the opportunity to talk to you 10 times a day. And so why would I dose beyond what this little conversation requires? Right. And I think it's just to, to wrap up on this part, I think that – most cultures of feedback fail because they they macrodose it. Yeah. They just don't know how to give feedback in a way that's not too 
overwhelming and flooding the system. And the reason is, Suzanne, I swear to God, the reason we do that, when you macrodose feedback to somebody, it's because you think that if I don't tell you now everything, I'll never get another chance. And I really do think that for us, we know if it's not this conversation, it'll be in an hour when I have another conversation. Yeah. Plenty of opportunity. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Have you noticed this, Suzanne? Let's talk about have you noticed. Two things that I've noticed this month. One is survey mania. We need to radically rethink how we present surveys to people. Have you ever gotten a survey lately? And you're getting tons of them. I know you are, right? Yep. They're so fucking stupid. Stupid. And so flat-footed. Like, why would I take a survey like this, the day after I get off an airplane, I know, ask me I funny know, questions. Why am I going to take a survey about that now? I know. Right? Would you recommend and, your United flight? Right. It's and like, who, what? Oh, listen, I'd like to recommend AT&T service to my friends. What? In what world do friends have conversations about so what true. cable news provide? So why doesn't somebody just change the formula and do a really cool like survey? Like Jelly Vision take? should take exactly. over that world. Yes, take yeah. over the entire survey industry. Yeah. So that's number one. And by the way, I'm just being inundated by surveys, yes. so it's really on so my true. mind. The other is, and I'm sure, I'm, well, I wonder if this is true in other cities. I'm pretty sure it is. But in New York, Le Pain Quotidien, the story that you called Le Pain Chanchon, Le Pain Chanchon, Le Pain Quotidien, PQ, right, has the worst service of any establishment in this United States. And I've discovered why. I started complaining about it going, what? Do I have to like stand on the table and take a dump here to get somebody to come and give me my bill? What is going on? And I was saying it to somebody. Wait, is this new? The bad service is new? No, no. I've always noticed it, always. But I was saying it to somebody who used to work there, who's now a chef somewhere. And I said to him, oh, my God, maybe you can explain to me why the service is so 
abominable. And he said, oh, that's really easy. You know how you get hired at Pain Quotidien? How? I said, how? He said, give me your wrist. And then he put his fingers on my pulse. He goes, you're hired. Like literally none of those people has a day of training or a day of experience. And that's the answer. And now next time you go, you'll notice how unbelievably bad the service is. Ouch. So, you know, I've been thinking about microdosing and where I'm doing it in my life, you know, just um, taking this approach where little tiny changes accumulate over time into the big change that I want. And I realize that instinctively I'm doing it in a project I'm working on now where a group has brought me in to help very, very late in a game. They've been in a conversation about something for a year. And I'm coming in for a very specific assignment and I immediately see, oh, I know exactly what I want to do like for the whole thing. I would change this whole thing. And I'd say 10 years ago even, Suzanne, I would have said, you know, I don't know why you are – doing it this way, you should consider it that way. You know, the anxiety in me of having my my image of what I want to get out still in me would have blown the doors open and I would have had to tell you everything. And then, then I would have gotten the reaction of just like, whoa. So instead, what I'm doing now is I scheduled a series of 20-minute conversations. I said, let's just have a series of 20-minute conversations, all the people engaged in this project. And in each one of the conversations, I was supposedly taking intake, but in meaning I was doing the listening. I was asking questions and doing the listening. But in each little conversation, I microdosed a tiny little pill of my perspective to lots and lots of different people who are all interacting with one another. So I'm basically seeding the system with my poison. But I want to say the level of discipline that's required for that is something I hope hope people listening take away because it is so true that so often we see the thing that we think needs to change whether it's in a person or a relationship or at work or a project. And it's like our own egos don't allow – Or it's part ego, it's part just panic, right? Like panic. If I don't say it all now, if I don't just tell them the big idea now. But the truth is change in other people, You, it's like the doors will close down. You're so much better off microdosing. At, but it takes self-control. Any change. What, I mean, what do they say about dieting? It's like do not, do not go, I'm going to lose 30 pounds this month. It just doesn't work, right? Whatever it is, whatever change you want to make, whatever it in, in someone else especially, take it and, and have faith. Suzanne, you know what it really requires? Faith in yourself in the process, in the function of time, right? And that, I just hate coming back to it over and over because it's not a political point. It's looking at Robert Mueller and how astonishingly effective he's being. It's just having faith in the process. Yeah. Just slowly chipping I'll tell you away. one more thing it takes. And this, it takes 
uh, an ability to close off your ego because part of dosing in this way requires you to be untraceable. Yes, it's not about you all at once. Right, exactly. Suzanne, that is so true because the urgency that I would have felt 10 yes. years ago look to at get me. out my look perspective, my yeah. right, yeah. was so that it would be traced to me, to, me. to you. Uh-huh. It was Rachel's big honking idea. Yeah. Now, uh-huh. whatever it is, it's un- they won't ever know, I know how fucking brilliant I am. Yeah. See, oh. see how I just did that? <laughs> I just... See how that worked. So, Rach, what I took away from this show, the big thing for me is is the time horizon. That in order to really get good at microdosing, you have to have, I have to think more like my, my marathon mentality, that I have to see things over a much longer time horizon, which I'm not always good at, to be honest. You know that about me. Like, I'm always like wanting to see where the next thing is coming. You just have to have a level of patience to do it really well. So I'm, I'm Well, it's a weird combination, Suzanne, of you have to take the long view and then in in the context of the long view, you take those short steps, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That's how all influence happens on other people. Yep. Keep your eyes on the prize and then take your micro steps yep. like like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes. She had her eyes on the prize. She had a hundred-year vision. Oh, yeah. But so she took true. it in tiny, tiny little steps. increments. Yeah. So that really is big. Um, what I took away from the conversation was the untraceable thing. It is that if you, what do you want more? Do you want real change or do you want your name on the change? Wh- which is it? Do you want the, the, the association with, oh, you did that? Or do you want it just to be the case? And, and it's like what they say in couples therapy. Do you want to be right or do you want to relate? It's the same thing. It's like, what do you want out of this? Do you want it to happen or do you want it to happen because you did it? Yeah, it's good. Okay, so with all that being said, are we shrooming? Oh, is that I how we'd did. say I, it? I, is that I, like... I took it. Is, I, oh, you I, took I micro, it? I micro-shroomed about um, 10 minutes ago. I'm feeling good. Okay. Um, did, You're not can, bothering me at all. Check it out. 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 So check this out. I've loved Parker Posey my whole adult life. I have to. I mean, I've just ever since Party Girl, maybe even before that, Mm -hmm. I've just loved her my whole life. Parker Posey's memoir, You're on an Airplane, is out. But I really recommend you listen to it on audio because it's her reading it. It is so beyond delightful. It, it's a great memoir of her life. She goes behind the scenes in a lot of her movies. And then it's also interspersed with recipes from her childhood that she reads. It's just phenomenal. I, I really can't recommend Su- it enough. Suzanne, you told me that last week and I'm halfway through it and I, I'm microdosing it because it's so delicious. It's delicious. I don't want it to run out. Her oh. voice, it's just delicious. Her voice in that Southern accent she sometimes you, you hear is just so great. It's, it's so great. I just love it. Um, If you're a scotch or whiskey drinker, 
N-I-K-K-A, Nika whiskey. It comes in a square bottle. It's such the new hot thing. What? You uh, don't drink whiskey? I do, actually. Here's the thing. Now that I'm headache-free, I'm back to drinking scotch, which is always my favorite drink, scotch the and whiskey. drink I cannot drink. Oh, I love. Anyway, it's fantastic to the point where it's so good that when I went into the liquor store to buy it as a gift, I wanted to get two bottles. They said that it is so wildly cult-like right now, they will only sell you one bottle at a time. Amazing. It's that good. Okay. It's that good. So great holiday gift. And finally, I followed Cleo Wade for a long time on Instagram. She's a poet and just has a beautiful way of um, lettering and art. And Fishes Eddie, F-I-S-H-S-E-D-D-Y, has an online shop and you can buy Cleo Wade's product, her poetry, on their product. So mugs, trays. They're just beautiful. They're beautifully done. They're her gifts. They're inexpensive. And I've I've just become obsessed with them. So check that out. Check this motherfucker out. We'll be back to the big payoff next week. If you like what you heard, you can find us at BigPayoffRadio.com, on iTunes, on the Acast app, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, please rate and review us. It matters. Okay, so okay, so all that's 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 all that